talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. All right, gentlemen, how are you? Howdy. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs> well, all right, real quick trivia. What movie is that from? Truman Show. Easy. Truman Show. Did you uh, did you watch that here no, like years ago? Do you you have a whole collection of movies, don't you? Do you I watch do you watch them regular, or are they just kind of like there just as mementos of the past of what you saw? Or uh, depends on what type of movie it is. If it's sci-fi, I go through a rotation of it. Who? Science fiction. Who? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Kid shows are for the kids. Doctor now. Who. So the kids go through the same movies over and over. We kind of have an issue in our home. We watch the same thing, same over, thing over and over and over, over and over and over. Yeah, I'm I'm different in that. I don't watch movies more than once unless it just happens to be on TV or something. But I cannot think of a time that I actually rented a movie twice. Um, I just, I don't know. I just kind of like, yeah, I've seen it. It's good. Yeah. Don't need it again. I'm sure there's one or two. Like Gladiator. I've, mm-hmm. I think I've, I've gotten that one a couple times. But yeah. Good choice. Yeah, good choice. All right, so we got a topic today, an uh, interesting topic, and it seems to be hot for everybody. Uh, this at this point is uh, by the time folks are hearing this, anyways, it is one week old. Um, we're going to talk about Kanye West. What in the world are Christians <laughs> supposed to do with Kanye West? Um, because you wouldn't think it'd be such a difficult one, hmm. but there's all kinds of uh, there's all kinds of hubbub about it. Well, being a lifelong Kanye West fan <laughs> myself. <laughs> uh, it, it it is it is kind of awkward that can we clarify that was just that a joke was completely <laughs> sarcasm maybe for a future podcast I'm maybe. guessing you yeah. have zero rap albums I don't yeah, at I, all not even DC Talk probably no uh, no that's I probably do have a cassette some Jesus Freak back in the day yeah so yeah um yeah so I mean but I, I know who he is and I'm not, obviously I've seen the news and 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 everything going on so I, maybe we can start with. What's the what, controversy? What's the controversy? What's yeah. the divisiveness? Because somebody listening may not even know what we're talking about. So. Or somebody on the podcast may not even have a clue what's <laughs> being talked about. So. Yeah, when I sent Brent the topic, he was like, uh, who's Kanye West? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's not a bad thing, I guess. So. Well, actually well, it is, because I just talked to Saga, and he knew who Kanye West was. He is in India. Well, <laughs> ten and a half hours or right. ten and a half hour, uh, hour difference. Uh, so Kanye West, what's the, what's the issue? The issue that seems well, the, I think the issue is ha, has expanded over the last week or so. The issue went from um, is he really a Christian to can he really can, can God really change somebody, and then should we be promoting him as a Christian so soon? Right. Background: Kanye West. Uh, I, I may get this wrong. I think rapper, he's a rapper. Hip-hop, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Married but, to Kim Kardashian. Yeah, and so. Obviously, in the news pop, a lot. Pop star, and you know, in the news a lot, and that kind of stuff. Background, and uh, has had a conversion to Christ, and um, has now come out with a new album, Jesus is King. And I guess the controversy has been there's been a split in the Christian world. Uh, shocker, shocker. Some are saying, "Amen, let's go, we got somebody," and then the other group is, "Hold off, let's see, wait." Uh, he's just using us. Whatever the you know, there's various opinions on. On that side of it, so, so let's start. Let's start with the obvious question: Can God have? Can God radically change someone like Kanye West? That's by his own words, mm-hmm. right? He he was 
a guy yeah. who was not a good guy. Uh, mental issues, uh, abuse issues. Right. You know, his his uh, his works were not quite. Um, Christ honoring, I guess that would be a fair statement. Sure, a generous fair statement. So, can God radically save somebody and immediately their life be changed? Yes, I mean, okay, we have no. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Proof. I, I can expound it. But Apostle Paul. I mean, we've we've got Apostle Paul in the Bible, but then we've got in history. There's it's happened numerous times. I mean, we. Uh, if we have, we don't have that. We uh, we don't. We're 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 lacking our own faith. I mean, we're saying that our God's not capable of doing of doing that. So yeah, it's absolutely possible. So is it fair to say then that Christians should not be in the business of questioning whether or not somebody's conversion is real, or should they? And that's probably been the the at the center of this. Of this whole controversy, so this is—I th- mean, this is thicker yeah, that, than just a, a, a quick answer. It, it is. It's, it's, it's a little tougher, but I, my gut is. Um, so it is a bigger answer, but my gut is we we have to take it for what it is. Um, Kanye has said he's converted. He said he's a Christ follower, um, and he is now accepting grace, mercy, forgiveness, like any. Anybody else would. Um, so, did that happen? Did that not happen? That, that's between him and God. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that's a uh, his story is no different than. Do we question that for somebody who walks an aisle in a traditional Baptist church and gives their life to Christ? Do we do we necessarily question it in those situations, or do we accept it for what it is and then go from there? I mean. You know, it's baby got a disciple, that kind of so stuff. So then, does does a person's social status make us more apt to question the reality of the conversion? Could be. So, like for instance, if somebody came into our doors and they were just somebody who looked nice, this is a very you know generalized statement, and it and it's a very stereotypical statement. But for the sake of clarity, he looks. Let's say he comes in the door, he looks like a. Uh, a beggar. He looks like an alcoholic. He looks like somebody who you know might stand on the corner or, or whatever. And they come down and they 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 have this experience on a Sunday morning, and they stand up and say, "Today I've trusted Jesus. My life mm-hmm. my life is totally His." The whole church celebrates, and everybody's excited. Yes, this is wonderful. And probably, you know, I'm I'm guessing, but probably most spiritually mature people in the room are not going to say, well, I wonder if this is real. Mm-hmm. But somebody who's uh, a, a popular name, somebody who's in people's living rooms um, and on their TVs and have lived such a public life, they have that same same revel or that that same um, confession. The there is skepticism. And, you know, I'll be honest, I'm more on the skeptical side, but not skeptical whether or not he's genuinely a believer. But my concern is more how quickly we, as Christians, hold people up in the public eye mm-hmm. without letting there be some testing and some some time for, for the faith to, mm-hmm. to, be, to be real. Um, so, for the, well, for, for the reason of... It seems as though our motivation as Christ followers, and I'm making again, I'm making a huge judgment here, but it seems as though I've seen in the past that we do this for our own benefit. 
Right. See, look at look at this person. He was awful. Now he knows Jesus. And and it's it's almost like we're doing that to prove the point or to to make Jesus, um, you know, y'all can trust him too because look what happened to Kanye. More mm-hmm. so, and, and and so we're more concerned about something other than the faith of Kanye when we do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, what I'm saying, I can, anyways. I can, yeah, I can see what you're saying. I, and just for clarity, like I'm not saying <clears throat> you know week two I would put him working in our nursery with our kids or you know i mean it's much like anybody who i think legally seemed, probably no you can't you know i mean anyway but but i'm, I'm just it, extreme example but i wouldn't put him in charge of teaching a sunday school class or, or teaching a bible study he's a baby believer but he's leading the church well he, that that could be the argument he is he is essentially leading a church I, with I would, sunday services isn't he yeah i would put it I don't know. I don't know the details on that. But if he's given a testimony, if he's telling about what Christ is doing, has done in his life, I would put that in one camp. I would put him if he's if he's starting a congregation and leading a Bible study. That's another whole. Is discussion. there a, is there a biblical mandate that says there has to be X number of days, weeks, months before you have the ability to preach? I think we even see in Scripture many examples of people who had instantaneous conversions who, in that moment, went out and started preaching the good news. Uh, I think a lot of these rules and regulations, they, they come from a good place. We want to honor and glorify God and Jesus, and we want truth to be spoken, and we don't like it as Christ followers when people in prominent positions fall, because that affects our witness of Christ. People look at us differently because of somebody with a name that made a mistake, but as many of people that do have names for themselves or have made names for themselves over the course of time who have stood up for Christ, fallen, and then stood back up, there's many examples of that as well. Um, so, I, You I, know, when the prodigal son returned home, there wasn't a period of, uh, hey, let's just wait. Let's 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 hold that fatted calf. Let's keep it in the freezer for another month or so and make sure that this thing is real. I mean, they it was a party. Well, they but, but but there was proof in the pudding because he actually was home. He didn't call from a distance and say, "Hey, Dad, guess what? I've had a change of heart. Uh, I realize I was wrong." He actually came home. So I would argue, if we're going to use that story, yeah. that is the proof. Well, he came home at to much, much to his own peril. I, but, but, okay, but what? How is that? radically different from what Kanye is publicly saying. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I would say the biblical uh, uh, defense for letting there be some caution would be, um, well, number one in Acts, when the Jews had Paul come back, he, you know, they were afraid and they did not want to be around him. They wouldn't let him in their houses. They wouldn't let him participate with worship. And pa- Barnabas had to grab Paul and take Paul in and say, look, guys, I will vouch for Barnabas, or I'll vouch for Paul. This was real. And at that point, they let down the, the guard, and they said, okay, this must be real, because they had such a respect and such a um, an understanding of the spirituality of Barnabas. And so that, but but before that, no, they were concerned. And, and rightly so, if you think about it. This is the guy that was killing, killing them yeah. just weeks before. Um, so you have that, but then you also have the scripture, I can't call the exact address on it, but... Uh, for elders and deacons, it says it should not be a young believer. It says, you know, don't don't put a new believer in that position. Well, and, and once again, I'm from my position. I, I'm I wouldn't put Kanye in an elder position. Not now, maybe down the road, but 
but taking his word for where he is, what he's saying that I, he's had this conversion, I'll take him for his word. Now, is there a risk inherent in that, that this all backfires? Absolutely. But I think where I'm landing on this is because he's so public and because he's has such a past, we're putting this, a, a large group of Christians are putting this weight on it that like, oh no, we got to make sure because what if he undermines this whole Christian faith yeah, thing. Yeah, he'll, what he'll if he take the whole thing down. <laughs> yeah, as, as if that's going to take it down. And yeah. and as if Kanye's not... I look at it and go, we got we got preachers in pulpits every Sunday that are charlatans. Yeah. So, and, and we don't put them on that same uh, criteria that, we're, that a lot of people are putting Kanye through. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it. But don't we do that in our churches? I mean, realistically speaking, when it comes to leadership positions... Aren't we typically slower? Or let me say it this way. I've become much slower in putting people in positions of leadership and authority with before I know them, simply because too many times in my ministry past, I've been quick to put somebody who simply professes, yes, I believe, or whatever, and, and it turns out that they weren't as rock solid as I was hoping they would be, and that has done great harm right. to ministry. Leadership, yes. Accepting him in the family, no, right. and, that, and that's where I'm landing with Kanye. Okay. I don't think he's he should plan a church and lead a congregation. Not today. That I think that does, in my opinion, requires a little time of proving. If he wants to give a testimony, tell what Christ is doing in his life. I, I'm okay with somebody coming and joining our, and, and it's risky even there. Yeah. But I'm, if somebody gave their life to Christ this week in our congregation and wanted to testify next week, I think that's good. He, yeah. See, see the difference? It's not leadership for me. It's it's um, just accepting it at face value that it is true. I mean, it, he is he is what he's claiming part it of, is true. Part of the biblical precedent is knowing that we're Christ followers by the fruit that we produce. And that's huge. We think about fruit growing. Some fruits grow faster than other fruits, depending on time of year and what it is that's being grown. So time will tell. That doesn't help sure. us in the here and now for those who struggle with this. But I, again, I have no, I have five minutes worth of research on this before coming <laughs> in here. But from the little bit of reading that I saw, I didn't see a church that hired him. This is something that he is doing on his own. He has taken time to create an album. I've not listened to the album. It promotes Jesus on the cover. I'm taking it at face value. Let's assume for a moment that it is honoring, glorifying to God every single word within it. So if those are evidences, I mean, it takes time to write music, it takes time to record music, it takes time to publish music. So there's been some type of progression, some type of time span between I said yes to Jesus, I'm writing Christian music, I'm publishing, I'm singing it, I'm putting on an album, I'm sending it out there to this concert of services or what, whatever this this is at this point. So there's been some type of progression. I don't know the, the time frame. But apparent fruit to begin with is that there's something that's being produced. Should we be cautious? I, as a Christ follower, choosing to follow that, I have to be responsible and accountable for my actions. So yeah, before I join in and follow that train of thought, I need to process. I need to listen to what's being said. I need to hold it uh, against Scripture and and see if there are any variations. That, but that's on me. That's not on culture to do that. That's on me to do because the same thing for a pastor. 
uh, sitting under a pastor in, in any church service. Just because I go to church on Sunday and listen to a pastor, I'm the one that's responsible to making sure that what I'm being heard and what I'm following is biblical precedent, is not opinion or is not, as you said earlier, Kevin, a charlatan speaking. Right. I have to have the discernment to figure that out. So I think ultimately it's on each of us responsibility-wise if we're going to follow that train of thought that this individual is is professing, then we'll be able to see whether or not it's of God. I think if I had to boil it down, it would to me there's a great lack of discernment within the body of Christ. And I think that's evident by the fact that it seems as though anytime there is a anytime somebody talks says the word Jesus, the body of Christ tends to jump on that and promote it without even stopping to evaluate, okay, is this biblical? Is this, uh, is this credible? Because the Scripture very clearly says that you've gotta, we've got to watch out because there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Sure. I mean, Jesus was very clear on that. I'm not at all saying that we should doubt somebody's salvation. No, yeah, not, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm just saying that there, there should be more discernment within the body and much more grace d- during the discernment process. See, I think that's where the fault lies for most of this conversation, the most of this public conversation. There is uh, there's little discernment, but but there's also little grace. Mm-hmm. So in our drawing of a line and choosing one side or the other, there's a lack of love and grace even within the conversation about it. And, and that that I think is the true tragedy of this. But but I think that's our culture. It, it, that's just kind of where we are. Yeah, I, I I mean there is definitely a you see somebody on the Grammys or the Oscars and they they say the word God even and oh they're a Christian you know yeah. we, we prop them up. So I see what you're saying. I, I kind of see this one different, and you know like I still don't know, but um, there are reports that uh, that this thing with Kanye it's in the news now, but started back in April, April Easter yeah, and started way back and you know. Th- there is somebody, or there's a pastor in California that has been meeting with Kanye and discipling him. And this guy's things I'm reading from him, he's saying straight up stuff we would say. I mean, yeah. that I mean, talks the church lingo and everything. That, and um, according to him, there's been some radical differences in Kanye's life since then. So, and you uh, think about it, there should be a radical change. The reason we don't see a lot of radical change is because the majority of conversions that we see in our typical churches are people who have been churched the majority of them lives. And so it's a child that grew up in church that said yes to Jesus at seven years old, and, and there's this this lifestyle that they've never owned. It's not the degradation. It's not the I truly was lost and now I'm found yeah. mentality. That radical conversion should be what is experienced for for folks who are grown adults who experience the love and grace of God and Jesus and say yes to him for the first time, that should be the criteria. That should be the celebration of that. that, That's that's what it should be. It shouldn't be this casual, well, I was a Christian today. I wasn't yesterday, but I am today. Yay, me. And Mm -hmm. there's not much life change. We're apparently, we're seeing some radical life change in this guy. Yeah, there's definitely some radical statements um, he, he mentioned, or, or there's been reports about Kim Kardashian not 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 dressing like she normally does because it makes him uncomfortable. There was this thing about him um, refusing to let his daughter uh, Sunshine or Faith or, or Daisy, some, something like that. <laughs> it was one of those uh, words. That, so 
but refusing to let her wear, wear certain clothing because mm-hmm. it's not Christ honoring, which on the surface, that's a good thing. And to be honest, nobody would ever have a second thought about that if it were right. you and me having that conversation. But because he's in the limelight, because he is so well known, uh, it is it it is an issue. Mm-hmm. And so, would let's let's move from Conway West for just a moment <laughs> and go to a uh, um, Peter Popoff. You know who Peter Popoff is. Know the name. He's a guy who gets on TV and he sells holy water and oh, okay. uh, you know all in the name of Jesus. Total charlatan. I have sure. no problem saying that at all yeah. on the air because biblically speaking, he, he's he's profiting off the gospel mm-hmm. with crazy, really, really stuff that is um, uh, more uh, superstitious than anything else. I actually did an experiment one time. You might remember this with the prayer cloth. Yeah, yeah. I, I decided I would write all these faith healers and TV evangelists that are on it late late night or whatever. Awesome. Every time I saw a commercial, I would either call in or I would send them a, a, a an email or whatever they however they asked to respond just to see what would happen. And and I had a pile of stuff in my office. I'm not sure if I still have it, but I had a pile of stuff. Little little pieces of cloth that claimed to have come from Israel in the place where Jesus healed uh, Lazarus or you know where he healed wherever. the beggar and 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 you know, little little vials of uh, of liquid that basically said, if you if you pour this on your head tonight and tomorrow morning, if you sow a seed, then God's going to bless you ten. I mean, just ridiculous stuff. So, do we have the right to question that stuff? I think we do question well, that stuff. Not to question that stuff, but to question those preachers, because isn't it the same thing that we're 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 late? We are looking at these. Uh, I, I, t- terrible terminology, televangelists, because I know there are some godly televangelists out there. But is it the same at is all? Is it not the I, same? Okay. No, well, to me, because I mean, I'm, I'm Kanye, new, fresh. This other one's been around a while, so, so there's there's that difference. But I'm looking only my my criteria right now is only purely what they are saying and the fruit that I mean, from what I'm seeing and hearing Kanye say, at least as of now, it's biblical. It's genuine. It's it's right. If Kanye comes out and says no, okay, so he's selling the Jesus is King album. Yeah. But from what I understand from the lyrics, it's it's straight up good stuff. I mean, it, it it's I haven't listened to it, but I mean, from what I hear from others, it is biblically sound stuff. Pop off, I mean, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So I, I don't I don't see them the same just based upon what they're saying, what they have. So is that the root of the consternation? Is he's making a profit off of Jesus? What the Kanye part? Uh huh. Yeah. So if we take away this, the the album yeah. sales, because you can't deny the fact oh, that sure. it has been promoted and pumped. Hey, this is going to drop. Sure. This is going to drop, and then it drops, and people, you know. I think that's part of it. I think from what I'm seeing from people that there's that part of it that there's that you know he's just using us, or there is the the whole what if this is all just he falls on his face and it's going to put a black eye on the Christian community. That's the two. Major arguments I've seen against Kanye. That if I had to take those apart one by one, the whole you know he's just selling a product to make money. Well, newsflash! Welcome that's, to preachers. That's done. <laughs> no, that all, was terrible. Every day. I should edit that because that's not totally well, true. Well, I mean, there are some. <laughs> so. There are some that like the one we just mentioned. But there's yeah. also Christian, the Christian, uh, contemporary Christian music scene. I mean, there's. Ooh, hey, 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 hey. I, well, hey, I hey. mean, there are some very genuine. <laughs> 
solid Christian singers out there, but then there's some who it's an easier market easier to market. enter. Yep. And so they're making a buck off Christians. And the thing that's sadder about that one, that's another topic for another day. Oh, gosh, it is. There's some Christians that don't even know what's happening to them, and no. they're listening to this stuff. And totally duped. So it, Christians have to be, by and large, the most gullible group on the planet. Well, we are a bunch of sheep. You know what? You're right, and I <laughs> no. and I and I and I don't say that flippantly. No. I am shocked at how gullible the Christian community actually is. Now, here's the thing about the Kanye album that we don't know. Okay, so there's a time of proving whatever it is. But let's say for just a second that it's a genuine, real conversion. He will sell albums <laughs> in a world that. Bobby Casting Crowns and Stephen him. Curtis Chapman and Third Day and they're never going to sell Mercy Me. They're never going to sell albums to the crowd that Kanye is going to sell them to. That's that's getting a message out yeah. there to another group of people. Um, so you know, that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, you know, the scripture does say that that whether or not the motives are holy or not, yeah. God still. This is a loose paraphrase, obviously, <laughs> but God still still uses those because yeah. if they're preaching Christ, they're preaching Christ. So that. That I think gives us the counterbalance. That if he's pre- if he's preaching Christ and there's not a problem with the theology, mm-hmm. now there are those who would say today theology doesn't matter. It's all about how how it comes across and how it feels. That's bull. Theology yeah. absolutely matters because yeah. theology is the foundation by which your beliefs are built. So if you have bad foundations, you have bad beliefs, which means you have bad outcomes. So so I think theology is important. But if he's not if he's not teaching poor theology through yeah. his music, and we can gauge that by God's word, um, obviously there's going to be some differences in in interpretations sure. on some Third things. Third tier kind but, of things, yeah. But yeah. but core Orthodox Christianity, right. if he's not violating those those uh, principles or foundations, then really as believers we have to be gracious. If I remember. Loosely remember what he his quote what he said a while back was something about Chick Fil A on Sunday. Well, no, he well I don't know about that, but he said something about um, I've been in the darkness for so long and I have come to the light. I have felt the weight of my own sin upon me. Yeah, something along those lines. That's that's, Spurgeon stuff. That's good. I mean, and that's he either studied up and knew how to talk the Christian lingo, or genuinely the guy felt the weight of his own sin and had to get out from under it. But he, his own words, you know, he felt conviction and. it makes me feel better knowing that he is um, being discipled by somebody now. That that does help a lot with this. So, I watched an interview uh, earlier today on him, that, or that he was doing rather, and it 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 made me come away with a few observations. One, there is a genuineness about him, at least from that particular moment of com- of, of conversation that mm-hmm. I saw, and that was comforting. Two. He is an incredibly intelligent man. Uh, he he's not a dummy. He yeah. he is thinking deep things, and he's he's processing things on a level that uh, that are very intuitive and or, or very introspective. I guess is a better way mm-hmm. to say that. And then the third thing is he's actually he's actually an entrepreneur. I mean, he is mm-hmm. he's he's he's. I don't know if you know this, but he bought this ginormous farm in Wyoming. Uh, hundreds of thousands of acres and he's using it to make a self-sustaining ecosystem hmm. to where they're actually one of the projects is he's he's plant they're 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 looking at how to plant cotton seeds that are colored as a plant so that when the cotton grows 
they can harvest it, make clothing without having to dye wow. the, the, the the material. That's pretty impressive. Let me tell you, that's not dummies. No, uh, that no. that's it's that's impressive. Yeah. And and it and and he's he's looking at bringing uh, jobs and manufacturing. So there's a depth to him that that I find really uh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. But my final statement, because I know we're on on time here, my final statement would be this. Um, I would prefer that when it comes to high-profile celebrity conversions, that we slow our role in championing championing them. But while doing that, we don't negate that God very well is at work in them. Obviously, there's a possibility that it's not God, but I would rather say, yes, it is God until, you know, the whole innocent until proven guilty thing. Yeah. I think as believers, we are obligated to be gracious and to be kind in the midst of our discernment. So while I would not want to champion this stuff, I would not want to champion him till I saw a little bit more evidence of faith. I certainly also don't want to be tearing him down. Right. So that's not really middle of the road, I don't think. Maybe maybe it looks like it, but I'm just trying to be wise in it. Yeah. That's that's my thoughts. What do you think? What do you, what's your? I guess kind of similar. I. I... I think I've said it a few times, but I, I'll I'll accept the conversion, but but wait on the leadership. Yeah. But but now I will allow I mean, allow like it's up to me. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, what does Kevin think? Yeah. But, but right now, what I see with his album is is a testimony, you know, and it's it's. We, we're running out of time here, but Paul started talking immediately, even though he wasn't necessarily supported. Yeah, he did start talking immediately because he had no choice because he was radically converted on that road. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I'll take it for what it is. I'm not worried about the kingdom of God. <laughs> Kanye's not going to take down. Take it down. <laughs> thousands of years of this. He's you know, and he's not also going to rescue it. I mean, it's it, it. God's bigger than either way on that. Yeah. So. You have any thoughts? Father, give us eyes to see him the way that he that you see him. Give us ears to hear him the way that you hear him. And give us a heart to be passionate for him the way that you are. That's a good word. Kanye West, I know you're listening out there. Yep. So uh, we, we want you to know we're praying for you. And we, we are genuinely excited that you have a confession of Christ Jesus. Yeah. That's a good thing, brother. That's a good thing. Stay strong. And, um, and we still want to end this the same way today with us in three-part harmony singing a new track off of that album yes we do all um, right and oh time is up oh sorry <laughs> time is up well i guess Maybe we will have time. to uh see y'all on the flip side thank you for listening to messy christianity three guys talking about life faith and everything in between want to know more check us out www.storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com.